any type of marketing in general, just kind of getting your hands dirty in there and, and running campaigns from the ground up is, is really a great way to build that sort of content database that you can then share on, on different sites, on your own site, on social media. So getting your hands dirty, running a campaign, and then kind of making a list of these different takeaways, things that worked, things that didn't work. It all really makes great content that people are looking to read. Turn it up. You're listening to the Marketing Millennials Podcast. I'm Emily Ferguson. And I'm Daniel Murray. Get ready, because we're taking you on a journey with today's marketing leaders and tomorrow's top stars. Let's go! No BS, just a fun, unfiltered industry conversation with the game changers behind some of the coolest companies from around the globe. The one request we tell our guests? Stories or didn't happen. A big welcome to our marketing fan. Prepare to turn the f*** up. Hey, Jeremy, welcome to the podcast. Hey, man, thanks for having me on. Super excited. Yeah, I'm super excited for this chat. And I wanted to dive in quickly with how did you even get into marketing um, before we get into how you started an agency? Yeah, so I had an interesting journey into marketing in general and, and kind of entrepreneurship for that matter. So I grew up like most kids in, in high school, not ever thinking I'd be a marketer or anything like that. I thought marketing at that point was kind of just commercials, Super Bowl ads, you know, the general things people think of when they think of marketing who don't actually work in marketing. But I always had some sort of like hidden marketing passion in me that I didn't really fully realize until I just fell into the profession. So in high school, I was super big into video games. It's, it's kind of where I got my first stint in marketing. So I started filming my point of view, playing video games and creating content. I ended up actually getting the attention of a now defunct media company called Machinima, which at the time was one of the largest publishers in the space. And I think they had a top 10, maybe most subscribed channel on YouTube at that point. And so I got started creating a lot of content for them, working on promotions for specific games. And that really launched me into the digital space as a whole. And so from there, I got my first internship uh, at Havoc Games as a product marketing intern. So I was working with their global marketing team in San Francisco. So pretty cool experience and learning a bit about speaking directly with customers, B2B marketing, since the, the software company was uh, software that's used in video games. So working in that B2B space and then just creating content around products in general. So then from there, I bounced around a little bit on a few smaller time marketing and branding roles until I fell into a content production agency doing content strategy copywriting and more of content and the like in, in spaces like SaaS and tech. And so I worked there for around five years before starting my current agency, which is Usurp. And we're a digital PR and SEO agency that serves brands like Monday.com, ActiveCampaign, Buzzsprout, and more kind of, again, in that general SaaS and tech space. That's awesome. And why like that focus? Like, why did you choose go down that route? Yeah, it's a good question. So when I was doing a lot of the content strategy at a previous uh, company that I worked for, we were working with a lot of brands in the similar space. And I just really generally liked working with companies like this, really high growth focus, really working on some cool projects and software. And we noticed a little bit of a gap in the market in terms of some of the PR side of content. So distribution and, and getting mentions on really relevant sites and driving high referral traffics and, and really just getting a lot of PR and, and stuff was not 
currently being served in the market. And so we just noticed a little bit of an opportunity there. So when I say we, my co-founder and I in, in usurp in the agency. And so we kind of transitioned a little bit from doing more of the content strategy and, and focusing a little more on also the distribution and as well as some of the SEO behind the content that we were doing. Yeah, that's interesting. And how did like that niching like that help promoting your agency? Like, was that like a big part of like you standing out as the agency you are today? Yeah, I think that's definitely one of the key factors is, is really the positioning that we took on our agency. So if you look at a lot of agencies in the US market in particular, I know it's actually really good in kind of the UK markets for digital PR. There's a lot of really great agencies out there in the US market in particular. Uh, most of the kind of service level aspects of link building and kind of PR in that sense and kind of grouping those together is, is pretty low on the rung of quality wise. So if you just do any like kind of Google search for a link building agency or a PR agency or brand mentions or anything of the sort, the quality was definitely a little bit lower than what we noticed we could achieve on our own. So that was kind of just fulfilling our own needs at the time until we realized that clients from content strategy also had a need for this. And so that really definitely helped us position the agency as more of a premium scale, just because we had a lot of great connections. We had a, a good process set in terms of how we were building this PR and this distribution for our own content and for the agency at that time. And so that definitely helped us build like a, a nice foundation for usurp. Awesome. And I want to get into like, you do more help companies with the, these, this marketing niche, but how's that different from you marketing your own agency? Like what's the difference between marketing a SaaS startup versus marketing an agency? Yeah, that's a really great question. So there's just an extremely high amount of agencies overall. So people generally also don't really like agencies. Like there's a stigma of bias and high retainers and low performance, something that you're going to really have to fight as an agency. It's an uphill battle in, in both marketing and the deliverability side. And so ones that market themselves that you may think of off the top of your head, like VaynerMedia or ones that like Ryan Reynolds has founded, these are very much the exception and not the rule. And so the amount of agencies you can name offhand is probably very minimal. Um, it's usually the ones that, you know, you have a friend working there or a friend owns it, or you knew someone there from a previous position or engagement. And so marketing your agency is really about a lot of the connections and personal branding that come with it. And so unless you're, you know, a large, large agency like VaynerMedia or someone that has a really prolific history in the space, trying to stand out just in general is difficult. And I think it's it's really just kind of trying to break through those, those stigmas and barriers there. And uh, marketing an agency, at least for us, we found it's really more about marketing yourself than the agency and, and marketing the results that you're able to drive for existing and future clients. Yeah, that's awesome. Like, what are some ways to do that? Like, what are some ways to start? Like, if I was starting an agency today and I wanted to start marketing myself, like, what are some steps to, like, market my agency? Yeah, it's a really good question. I think if you're starting from scratch and you don't have kind of any connections yet or, or even any clients for that matter, it's going to be a little bit more of a process landing your first client because you don't have any sort of case studies or track record to, to kind of broach that deal. So I think really, if you're starting out, potentially even just reaching out to anyone in your immediate circle, doing projects a little bit under what you would normally charge and just getting people more results than what you even promised in the first place is a great place to start. But I'll talk a little bit about a little more experienced agencies as well. So if you have 
customers already and you're doing pretty good, but you want to market your agency a bit better and, and kind of scale from there. I think the first place you should start is placing a heavy focus on delighting existing customers and converting them into not just clients, but friends and advocates of your agency. So most agencies in general create demand via referrals. And it makes sense, right? If you're a brand looking to spend 10,000 a month on outsourcing some aspect of your marketing, you're probably not just going to Google best marketing agency and and pick one from a list. Uh, There's just so many agencies out there that the odds that you're going to find the best one from a, a Google search is pretty low. And so a lot of these high ticket services generally come from referrals or building brand awareness over a pretty long period of time. And so I think, you know, the way you can start going about doing that and delighting those existing customers is is really just making a good experience from start to finish. So that involves things like onboarding, where you're diving into their goals and what success looks like to them. So that's a little bit different from maybe what your perspective is and saying, you know, if we increase their organic traffic by 10%, that's good success. But for them, it might look a little bit different in terms of their main KPIs and then what they're really looking to track there. And then in addition, like going deeper on custom dashboards, frequent communication and Slack and email, detailed reporting, analytics, basically just getting them involved in the entire life cycle of the service, getting them hands-on and showing them how it's working from start to finish is just a really good way to keep them in the loop. And, you know, it's, it's really tough with an agency if you don't do that because clients then kind of feel like they're in the dark a little bit. It may not feel like they're, you know, if they're spending a high ticket amount with you, that they're getting the service that you kind of promised in the beginning. Yeah. So word of mouth is definitely like huge. And I mean, it's huge in marketing in general, but mm-hmm. like agencies, it's, I feel like it's like the, like you have to be good at relationship building and all that good stuff. But mm-hmm. how big is like personal branding played in the part? Cause I know you're pretty big on Twitter and how big is that played in a part of you landing some clients? Yeah, personal branding has been really huge for us, both on Twitter and then a few other channels that we use have really been good generators of success and leads for us. And so one thing I think you can do even off social media is starting to just write really good content all over the internet. So for example, finding targeted blogs that just make sense for your niche. So if you're kind of in general SEO or something like that, for example, I write for searchenginejournal.com, which is a, a selective SEO publication. Uh, That generates a lot of leads for us on a daily and weekly and monthly basis, just because their site gets uh, millions of hits per month. And I publish content on there quite often. And so we've always had this kind of mindset in our agency of giving away 99% of what you know for free, and then charging the 1% of people that are looking to turn your advice into action. And so not just being promotional in the sense that I'm going to go write a piece for adweek.com and say, hey, here's how great my agency is, here's what we do, and, and here's why you should work with us. More so just sharing kind of the strategies, tactics, things that you've actually done for your own clients, for your own websites, and, and things that you would do for them as well. And so people really need to connect with your content. They need to, to see that you can provide some sort of value there. Um, and so I think showcasing your expertise in that sense, even beyond social and, and kind of taking that to different publications is a really strong way to stand out there. And I think also, which is lacking in like a lot of marketing departments right now is like you as an agency owner who's done this SEO and digital PR stuff in the past, like you kind of have a step up of writing content about it because you're, you've been through it and you have a thought 
like you're a thought leader in that space where like other companies, they hire someone who's a content marketer who maybe doesn't understand the target audience as much as you do. So do you think that has played like a, a part of like getting your content out, like you being that expert and being in the shoes of like someone in a company before? Yeah, I think that definitely does help and and really just kind of getting your feet wet in multiple disciplines in, in your space. So if you're an agency that does a mix between say it's SEO or PPC ads or social media, any type of marketing in general, just kind of getting your hands dirty in there and and running campaigns from the ground up is, is really a great way to build that sort of content database that you can then share on, on different sites, on your own site, on social media. So getting your hands dirty, running a campaign, and then kind of making a list of these different takeaways, things that worked, things that didn't work. It all really makes great content that people are looking to read. And you know, you might say, oh, but I don't want to give away my agency secrets. I don't want to give away the process that we're using to do these things. Just in general, that's it's kind of a, a bad outlook to have just because most people that are, are reading your content are looking for a little bit of high-level overview. And, and obviously, tactics don't carry over one-to-one to each company that you're working with. And so you know, just going over things and on how you would do it is is a great way to attract a little bit of an audience around the marketing that you do in general as an agency without giving away so much to where no one's going to be buying your services. I think that that goes again to just the the idea of giving away a lot of what you know in that space for free can really just bring in a lot of people that are looking to apply some of these results. And, and there's a large percentage of those people that are going to be looking to then work with you to, to put some of that into action. Yeah, and I love the idea of giving content away for free because I think even if someone could take all that information, they, you know, like as an agency owner, you know how to execute it better than they mm-hmm. would ever execute it. So, like, yep. they're going to come to you and be like, okay, like, I see all this, but how do I execute it? Like, because most people, even like from my early days being like an entrepreneurship major, like, people always, like told me like always tell your ideas to people because only one percent would ever steal your idea and 99 percent of people will just like hear it think it's a good idea give you feedback and that's where and that's where people like get a lot wrong a lot of time is like they think that just because you gave something now they can go start a whole startup from that and i think that's mm-hmm. totally the wrong way of thinking about it Definitely. Yeah, I totally agree. And it's it's like if you're in the agency space, you kind of know that, you know, it probably took you a while to come up with a standard operating procedure that really worked and one that could scale. So if you're just thinking about it from someone reading this for the first time, the odds that they're going to be able to apply everything that you've said and, and really even outpace the results that you can bring is super low. So I think don't be afraid to share some of the actual strategies you're using for clients and strategies that are working especially, you know, not just kind of regurgitating existing content that's out there, but really just expanding on what you know and what you do can can bring in a lot of people that are going to work with you in, in that sense. And, and I think just don't be afraid to share some of those ideas. Yeah. And we've talked a little bit about like top of the funnel content, but what are some like things like, like bottom of the funnel type content slash like, like customer type marketing that are good for like agencies because I for example like your like deck that you get sent out to customers and Mm -hmm. um, case studies and stuff like that like what are some things that agencies should have for like the bottom of the funnel when someone's about to convert 
Yeah, I think the big things here are really going to be case studies, especially for agencies. Um, and so not your typical case study in the sense that it might be on your website and might be more a little bit more of a promotional case study in that sense. So case studies that we send to customers kind of in the middle or bottom of the funnel differ a little bit from the ones that we have on our own site. So the ones on our own site are a little bit more thin. They're they're kind of meant to give you a little bit of an overview of, you know, here's where the client started and, and why we started working with them and what the result we were able to bring was. But when you're kind of diving deeper into that with a really qualified lead who's, you know, close to converting, or maybe they're even weighing the pros and cons of you and another agency, you really want to send more detailed case studies that that really break down a lot of the process and really give them an idea of the research that you've done for them. So whether that's going through different marketing tools, and for example, for us, that would be like running through SEMrush and Hrefs and Moz and a couple of different tools and just doing a real deep dive on that client, showing them that we're, you know, we're a really good fit for you because we understand the the problem that you're facing now. And here's what we think the best outline is going to be, as well as, you know, here's examples of how we've done that in the past for X, Y, and Z. And so case studies are definitely huge for agencies. I think they just do need to be tweaked a little bit in terms of, you know, the ones that you may be promoting that are a little more mid to top of the funnel versus ones that are for clients or, or prospective clients who are close to converting. So you're an SEO agency, like how important is it for you to have like great SEO on your site as an agency owner? Like do people ever look at that? Yeah, that's a really good question. Just because, you know, in general, typical SEO goals are going to be increasing relevant organic traffic, but in agency spaces, you're definitely in a bit of a bind because anything marketing related is insanely difficult to rank for. So if you're a new site or a new agency and you're just starting up and you want to rank for, you know, something in the space, like a content marketing guide or something like that, it's, it's going to take years. It may even take four or five years for that specific term in general for you to rank well. And so there are some things you can do to offset that a bit and kind of to your point, you know, showcase that you do have good SEO for your own site or, or whether it's SEO or social, whatever your, your agency does. But I think in this space in general, like one thing I would really focus on would be things like detailed guides for lead capture and, and building a targeted email list, a little bit more top of the funnel stuff like webinars, podcasts, stuff like that. But beyond that, one of my favorite agency marketing plays is going to be original data. So creating industry studies that people are actually wanting to read. This is something we've done with Usurp, and then we did this at my previous company as well. So as an example, we wanted to rank for and drive traffic around content writing services. So that specific kind of keyword phrase in general. And as you can imagine, it's as pretty much as competitive as it can be. So instead of trying to rank a landing page for services, you know, that most people were already ranking their landing pages for that, we crafted a, a really long study where we bought and paid for all of those services that were currently ranking for that keyword of content writing services. So we basically put them to the tests, gave them all the same guidelines. And our end goal was to really see, you know, is this content that they're saying is really good? Is it, is it good enough to rank in search engines? Should you be spending your money on this? And, and the study was really just trying to see, you know, if these content writing services could live up to what people were expecting them to do. And, and the study was a really good hit. Um, I can't count the amount of leads that it, it generated from that as well as just general awareness for the brand. And I, and I think to that point, you know, just maybe not focusing on typical SEO goals at first, 
and really just focusing on creating content that people want to read, they want to share, that's going to be spread word of mouth a little bit more at the the start than SEO. Yeah, that's awesome. Like I, I've noticed like the agencies that like I really know like are from either word of mouth, like people have used them before or like Chris Walker is very good and LinkedIn with making like content and podcast and webinars. So I, I really feel like the best, like it's finding those channels where like you SEO is probably very hard, but like a channel like LinkedIn or Twitter or Mm -hmm. podcasts where like you can get a targeted audience pretty quickly and it's pretty organic how it it comes to like, for example, you getting on this podcast right now probably could help a little bit for your company versus like, like, and I see a lot of agency owners going on podcasts. So Mm -hmm. like, what are some other ways? I mean, I know there's like word of mouth, obviously, but like, in content marketing, but what are in personal branding we've talked about, but are there any other ways you, you market your agency? Yeah. So one other thing we do experiment a bit with is kind of a little bit more top of the funnel ads in, in general. So ads are for agencies are definitely tricky. Um, you're not going to find super great success with them in terms of getting, you know, super direct leads that are converting from those ads. So it's not to say that they won't work, but again, selling high ticket agency services for other companies, it's pretty rare to reach direct decision makers with your ad. So first appearances of an ad are are probably almost never going to convert with a high ticket agency deal. Just because if you're selling something that's, you know, upwards of five, 10, 15 K a month sort of project that you're working on, selling those over an ad is, is next to impossible. And so I think really running ads with the, the basis in mind that you're just trying to reach more people in general, just because social platforms, organic reach is declining. You're really just spending some of that money as an investment and knowing that, hey, this might pay off in, in a year and it might not. Um, just going with into that with that in mind and, and knowing that these are ads we're running solely to get our content to, to more people that it could be useful for. And so focusing a little bit different than maybe a traditional agency ad where you're, you're talking about how to, to scale, you know, a thousand leads per month for X amount of dollars, you're really focused on how can I create a really cool guide or, or something that people can't find just by a Google search? And how can I deliver that to as many relevant people in this space and kind of just let the snowball roll from there? I think that's been our main strategy for, for the past two to three years now and really just trying to build up that awareness to where if we're speaking with someone or we're emailing them for the first time, they're like, oh, hey, I've heard of USERP and I read this guide or I read this study that you guys released has really been our main focus with the ad type of channel. Oh, yeah, that, that, that's a good strategy. I mean, I think that's a good strategy for companies as well, like mm-hmm. getting that high, that top of funnel content, like when before they get to Google, basically, because they don't know you. So, and you probably not ranking that high. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's, that's pretty smart. But I also want to, I want to ask you a question about like, when do you think it's a good point to like go off and start an agency? Like if you, if someone's right now listening and they want to go start an agency, like what made you want to make the jump to start your own agency? And how did you have a feeling that it would be pretty successful? Yeah, I think there's a few ways you can go about that. So if you're maybe a, a freelancer right now and you're doing work for a couple of different clients, 
uh, you're almost like an agency in that sense. And, and you're really not a whole lot different. You just need to, to work on scaling that. And so if you're a freelancer and you have those clients already, or, or you have maybe even just one or two, really just starting to get your processes outlined is, is a great first step. So whatever you're doing on a daily basis, document it from A to Z, write everything down that you're doing, how you're doing it, screenshots, videos, just anything that you, if you were to hand that off to someone in the near future, that they could run that process as well and, and start to generate results for you. And so if you're a freelancer, you can scale pretty quickly if you have just one or two clients by investing a little bit of the returns that you're making into hiring someone for the first time. So I think a good starting point there is someone like a virtual assistant or, or potentially someone part-time, even just 20, 30 hours a week or something like that to where you can start to hand off some of the deliverable aspects to someone else that you trust and that can run these processes while you focus a little bit more on getting some more clients, a little bit of the branding and the marketing of the business. And that's really how you sort of generate that scale from being uh, a freelancer into a, a full-blown agency from there. If you're you know, maybe working in a larger company or even a startup and you're, you're kind of siloed into a specific segment of marketing, whether you're like a social media manager or you are doing marketing for the startup itself in, in a couple different facets, you can kind of just focus on what you enjoy doing the most and, and go from there. And, and I think there's something to that in the sense that, you know, if you're working at a startup and you're focused heavily on optimizing pay-per-click campaigns, then, you know, maybe starting a PPC agency is a good route and you could pretty easily land clients just by the own kind of case study that you're building with your own work. So it's really just identifying that area in marketing that you enjoy doing, that you're maybe building up a lot of expertise in, that you can replicate more than once for another company and, and kind of just running with it from there. Awesome. Yeah. Those are two good ways to put it. I think like, I know people have th thought about it in the past. Like I want to go and start my own agency, but I think they just don't know what to do for that. What gave you the confidence to do it like yourself? Yeah, you know, I, I this is the the first company that I started a couple of years ago. And before that, I never had any goals or kind of ambitions of entrepreneurship in general. So I kind of definitely fell into this just by happenstance and, and by working in the content strategy space. And so my co-founder and I, we we did just notice essentially a gap in the space. And we thought, you know, we're kind of doing this already on the content strategy side with distribution for our own sites and, and for the own company for the company we're working for. And, and so you know, why not just kind of take the leap here and say, hey, we, we know how to do this on a large scale and we know how to replicate it more than once. And so that kind of just gave us the confidence to say, you know, we can we can do this and we can do it more than one time. And that's that's basically good enough to let you know that you have some sort of really good and detailed ironed out process that's working. And that is something that could help another business besides the one you may be working on currently. So I think just kind of taking the leap and, and starting and, and seeing, you know, if this is something that you want to do first, obviously, by working in that space is great and building up that expertise. But I think if you're trying to decide whether to start or not, you should probably just go for it if you're, if you're finding success in that sector of marketing already. Yeah, I've always heard also from people like take it on as like a side hustle at first. And like mm -hmm. what you kind of were saying before, like get a couple clients, do some things for cheap, like under what you would mm -hmm. price, get those case studies. And then Definitely. once you've got some under your belt, like take the jump and like leave because then you, you know, like you, it's affecting your current job. So like, mm -hmm. why not just Definitely. do it?
Yeah, so. I think even even from there too, like if you're working at an existing company, maybe you start by just putting out feelers and, and saying, hey, I want to take on one or two small freelance clients in, in the next month for social media marketing. Then you run that for a little bit, you get some really good case studies, you see how that goes. And you know, if things go smoothly and the clients want to keep working with you on a month-to-month basis from there. Uh, that's a, a good sign that you've you know you you found something really good and and you should probably run with that. So even if you're working somewhere else and you just want to test the waters with one client in in the next two months, uh, I think that's a great way to kind of get your feet wet with what running an agency might feel like, and then you can go from there. I'm really interested. Um, this is kind of like a pivot, but like, what got you started on Twitter and how? I know you've had like some good success on there. So how did like, what got you started and like, well, what have you found from being on Twitter? Yeah. So I got started in uh, mid January of 2021. So this year, and I had been kind of just a lurker for a while. Like, I, I think this is very common with a lot of people that I've talked to is they started a Twitter account like three, four years ago, they came on and they posted like a few links back to stuff they were doing elsewhere. They didn't see any traction, so they kind of gave up, and and then they re, you know, they rejoined Twitter maybe years down the line, and then kind of gave it a fair shot. And so that's what I've been doing this year. Um, and I had just been a lurker as well for a while, so reading a lot of people's tweets, consuming a lot of content, following a lot of people kind of in the startup scene as well, and just seeing the kind of content they were posting, what strategies they were doing for their own startups, and and how they were growing. And uh, that really just inspired me to kind of just jump into the whole Twitter game. And, and since then, it's been super fun just sharing things that, you know, maybe I'm doing them on a daily basis with the agency. Maybe there are lessons I've learned along the way of, of growing the company to what it is now. Yeah, it's just been a cool experience joining there and, and meeting awesome people like you and, and so many other friends that we've all made on Twitter. Um, I think it's a really underrated platform, especially, you know, with, with how many great people that are doing great things that are on this platform. That's awesome. I wanted to leave you with a couple of minutes to talk about things like where people could find you and anything you want to um, talk about right now and give you some time for that. Awesome. Yeah. So I'm mostly active on Twitter. So my Twitter, if you just type in Jeremy Moser, it should show up, but it's J-M-O-S-E and then two R's. I'm mostly active on there in terms of social media. Um, I check my LinkedIn here and there, but mostly use that for like campaigns and all that for work. So I try to stay off that when I'm doing it just for, you know, a hobby or stuff for fun. So Twitter is probably the best place to reach me. And then our agency is usurp.io. So it's a super nerdy SEO play on words for uh, the word usurp and then SERP, which is search engines results page. So super nerdy SEO reference that most people probably don't get but you can find us at usurp.io. And then also recently we just acquired a SaaS company, uh, wordable.io. And so we're working on that a bit now. So if you want to follow along that journey, it's wordable.io. And it's a tool that helps you publish content straight from Google Docs into your blog without reformatting anything. That sounds cool. That sounds like an awesome product. I mean, a lot of people need something like that because a lot of people probably just are typing their their blogs right now. It's like those, I love tools like that where it makes it just seamless from mm-hmm. integration. And that's my marketing ops background. Like I love yeah. seamless integrations to things where I don't have to, where I can skip a couple steps in the process. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we we kind of just jumped into that head first because we we had used the tool for a couple of years being an agency and then publishing a lot of content on a daily basis. Like, as you said, just going into those different CMSs, whether it's WordPress or HubSpot or Medium or anything like that, just writing content in there is, is obviously not good for collaboration and the formatting gets screwed up if you try to import stuff. Um, and so we just noticed an opportunity there and it's it's been super fun diving into the SaaS space ourselves. And so hopefully this this tool can help a lot of people save a lot of time because we've wasted plenty of time uploading and reformatting stuff on our own. Awesome. Well, this has been an awesome conversation. I think people get a lot of value, whether they're an agency owner or they want to become an agency owner soon. So thank you for this. It's been great. Yeah. Thanks for having me, man. Cool. Talk to you later. Talk to you later.